Welcome, 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 fair listeners. We are back. It is episode six of season two of Lake Hooplands. I am Scott. I'm Brendan. And across the desk, Coach Duff. Our friendly coach, Coach Joe Duffield, state champion winner. Hall of Famer. Winning streak winner currently. Mm -hmm. That's the most important part right there. Yes. Keep that going. As Lou Brown said, we won one today. We win one tomorrow. That's two in a row. You win one the day after that. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before. It has happened before. And so, uh, yeah, let's talk about the last couple of weeks. Um, district win streak in progress. Uh, at Nimitz, 92-40. to 40, At Irving, 69-38. to 38, And then at Berkner on Friday night, 76-68. Uh, to 68. All wins. Um, and kind of what I, what I was looking at, since the Horn game, which we discussed, uh, you know, you felt like there was a turning point in the team's performance. 66 points per game uh, yep. since then. So what do you think has turned offensively for the team in, in that time? Uh, I definitely think we're sharing the ball better. Um, I think guys are just being willing passers. Um, I think we're taking care of the ball better, um, kind of cut down on some careless turnovers and things like that. Um, just just playing the game the right way. And, and the other part of it, I, th- I think we've been healthy of late and – more consistent with our practices and um and and also having really good practices so i mean all that all that equals together to to just playing better basketball in terms of that points per game you know as you score more it also looks like the defense is giving up more so do you think that is a function of increased pace in kind of game plan and pressing and those types of things or are you really looking like okay now we got to like ratchet up the defense when we ratchet up the offense right have some more balance yeah that's kind of always a philosophical kind of debate amongst our staff and team playing fast is one of our kind of core values one of the things we really want to be about is getting up and down the floor and playing fast Um, part of that you know defensively uh, we're, we're, we're pressing, we're scrambling, we're doing a lot to kind of speed the game up at times and to get ourselves some easy baskets. Um, and so that does happen. There is a give and take when you, when you are more aggressive defensively, when you take more chances, when you press trap, do things like that, you're going to give up some easier points at times. Um, and so, yeah, but that, that's always something last year we did it too. I mean, there's definitely times where people wanted to slow us down last year. Uh, we had to, say, are we willing to give up some easy baskets to get the pace how we want it and get the game going up and down? Um, so, yeah, it, it is a, a part of what's going on right now for sure. I got slowed down in a fifth-grade basketball game uh, <laughs> last Saturday. You got to um, take the air out of the ball there, man. <laughs> like the last two minutes, they literally Four just quarters, put it in yeah. one guy's hand and had him dribble around because they were up three. And I'm like, bro, it's fifth grade. <laughs> well, did you foul him? We, we tried. Okay. <laughs> we don't have the foul on purpose in our blood yet. But we're getting there. Yeah, you got to just you got to teach that and and see it executed. Uh, as we get closer to um, you know this these upcoming games, uh, number one, um, I've noticed a significant amount of distribution of the scoring uh, yep. of the points. If you want to highlight some of that in these last three games, that would be good. I know our our uh, one of our special guests today uh, really took off uh, on Friday night. What he pouring fifteen? Is that right? Yeah, I think uh, we had three or four guys in double figures uh, Friday night against Berkner. Um, I think Zolan Skinner had 24, um, and then Logan Strahan and Elias DeMent both 16 and 15 points. Um, and then DeBraylon Randall was really close to double figures too. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think we have had more balanced scoring. Um, 
and different guys contributing. There's been some other guys that, that are have kind of stepped up and played really good basketball of late. Uh, Henry Moore has, has played really well uh, in the last couple games. Um, you know, DeBraylon Randall has done well. Um, Isla's given us good minutes, had started hitting some big shots and making some big plays, had a huge dunk uh, in Irving, which was a lot of fun uh, for the guys to see him do that. Um, yeah, and, and Nimitz, uh, you know, we had 92 points at Nimitz. Um, they ran the clock the entire fourth quarter. Um, I didn't running know you could do that. So, yeah, I think we had 89 points. Or I mean, we were – we would have hit triple digits that game if, if they hadn't run the clock, but um, you know they 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 asked for that. It was their home game, so we we let them do that. Um, the other guys have been sharing the ball really well, playing really good, and practicing well. So I'm I'm proud of them. What is the rule? What is the UIL rule on running clock? Uh, I know it's a, a mercy uh, signal. But I have what not is the rule? seen that or done that in a varsity game in a long, long time. I I. I you know, you don't really usually see that. Games yeah, last year. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I'm sure some people would have wanted to do that, and I hate it for the guys that, you know, there's there's some guys that work so hard every day, and that might be their chance to get in and show the hard work they've been doing, and then their time gets cut short. So that's unfortunate. But um, it was also you you also are are happy that you know you're up so big and playing so well that that that's even an issue. But um, but yeah, no, I mean the scoring has been great. Balance, lots of different guys chipping in, and 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 just we just need to keep going in the, in the positive direction. What would you say was the uh, most surprising, the pleasant, most pleasantly surprised you were during that three game stretch? What was there anything in particular, or maybe uh, you know you limited uh, fouls uh, down the stretch, or uh, crucial, you know, driving to the basket, any anything like that? Anything stand out out of those three games? Um, just, I, I, you know, I'm always big on assists. You know, I, I think we, we talk a lot about, you know, if we can have over 12, 15, uh, a couple of these games are really close to right around 20. And that's, to me, that's playing just great team basketball. Um, and then same thing on the other side, turnovers. We like to be under 12, like to be in single digits. Uh, and, and definitely the two Irving games, we were hitting both of those really well. Uh, Bertner game, great on the assists. A couple too many turnovers here and there, but um, those are the big things, just statistically, that that I'll look at a lot. Um, and then again, in all three of those games, I thought we also rebounded and controlled the paint really well. So we talked about last week. Um, this is a good stretch to kind of get right, uh, yep. and and we'll talk about the next couple of weeks, which is super super important. Um, and I think you did get right. And so that's yep. that's a really positive sign, you know, for the team and, and for, for the guys. So to that point, who is our Lake Hooplands Player of the Week? Yeah, we're lucky. We, we brought a couple of players with us uh, today for the podcast. And, and we're going to go with uh, one of them who's here today. Uh, senior Logan Strahan was, was the Player of the Week. He averaged about uh, 15 points and uh, six assists through those three games. Really solid for us. Uh, has been a leader for the team, so he, he's definitely the player of the week this week. And how many fouls did he average? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get five. I think he was about 4.1, 3.9, of around there. Well, yeah. congratulations to Logan Strahan, our Lake Hooplands Player of the Week. All right, as mentioned, uh, we will bring on uh, Logan and uh, Elias Dement as well. They are here in the basement of glory uh <laughs> championship basement championship basement yeah but let's uh let's pay some bills first so thank you uh very much to our sponsors this year highlands family dentistry Doc, dr jordan luna 
uh, located in the Lake, Vill- Lake Ridge Village Shopping Center. You can visit him at HighlandsDentalDallas.com. You know, I had a friend who's fifth grader, and I, I don't think Dr. Luna did this particular procedure, but I think it's something he could do, and I've never heard of it in my life. So the fifth grader fell down in some rocks, chipped his front two teeth in half, and they found the teeth, glued them back on. This is the magic of, of dentistry today. What would they have done back in the uh, old days? I'm saying throw them away. Just or pitch wooden them? teeth. Okay. And just put wooden teeth. Dr. Luna does not do wooden teeth, I'm sure of. He definitely doesn't do wooden teeth. But he does emergency dentistry, uh, and he does everything else under the sun. So um, absolutely go see Dr. Jordan Luna and his staff at Highlands Family Dentistry. Again, that's highlandsdentaldallas.com. Also, uh, Wildcat Cleaners. They are over in the town center right near uh, the nail place, as we discussed last week. I still have not got my nails done. you got to take care of that, man. It's been cold, and the, the roads have been a little slick, but when you get an opportunity, please get, get to that. And when you uh, are returned to work and returned to the office and you need that dry cleaning done, go to Wildcat Cleaners. It's wildcatcleaners.com. Ryan and Jamie Mask uh, over there at Wildcat Cleaners. Curbside service is available. Pickup and delivery is available. I absolutely love Wildcat Cleaners. I am a patron Mm-hmm. Not a patron saint, but just a patron. Yeah, you're a good patron for oh, them. Thank you very much. All your clothes look very uh, stark. Clean. Yeah, I want to see you. <laughs> Perfect. Hit up Wildcat Cleaners. Uh, thank you very much to our sponsors. And without further ado, we will bring on Mr. Logan Strahan, senior guard. Yeah. Uh, welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Senior captain also, I believe, correct? Yes, sir. El Jefe. <laughs> Who are the captains? Uh. Yeah, I'd say me, Zolan, and Elias. Okay. You'd say that, or you were, like, nominated that? Uh, I think coach, coach usually doesn't nominate, but, I mean, we do the, the huddles in the middle of, and talk to the coaches and the referees. So, yeah, I'd say that. Very good. Um, elementary school, junior high, number of years on varsity, go. Okay, uh, for my elementary, I didn't grow up in Lake Highlands, and I went to Armstrong Elementary McCullough Junior High, and this oh. is my second year on varsity. HP. Oh, HP. I went to McCullough Middle School back when it was really? McCullough Middle School, and then I played at Town Park. So when did you move over here? Uh, freshman year summer. I mean, it was it was COVID time, and we were we would come in, and well, that was that was actually before COVID time, but it was just it was just a, like a my parents wanted a new thing, so we came came here, and it's been super fun. It's been awesome. Very it's a great cool. change. Very cool. Um, number of years on varsity. Two. Two. Okay. Um, I saw you in uh, San Antonio over spring break last year. You looked like you were having a pretty good time with teammates. Yeah. You guys uh, took it took it home. What was your favorite memory out of that experience? <laughs> well, it's probably one Coach Duff doesn't favor a lot, but I would say it was the night before. The, I think it was the DeSoto game or the championship game. We were just we were on the bus and we were. Uh, we were messing around, and Quentin throws a chocolate milk bottle past me, and then somebody throws it back. Someone throws it back at Quentin, and then Quentin spikes it, and it hits four guys, and it goes <laughs> all up on the roof, all over our clothes, and it's we're supposed to be super locked in, and it's and we get an earful, and it was fr- it was terrible but it was funny see and i think it, that's the way you win championships it is you <laughs> guys Cowboys showed your light something from this that's right you lighten the mood uh, let's just uh hope that one of those four individuals was not coach johnson is that 
That seems like that would be bad. <laughs> yeah. He didn't get any chocolate milk on him. Um, so what what have you brought this year? Because I think we noticed early, we brought it up in the early podcasts, um, building off of last year's kind of performances for you, and how have you taken that reign of leadership to this team? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's been a big change this year. From I mean, last year my role was coming off the bench, 3 and D guy, you know, go, go guard a good player, but – this year, it's been a great challenge to come in, like, use my abilities as a point guard, as a shooter, as all that. And it's been really fun. I mean, I really love the leadership part because there's a bunch of dudes younger than me. There's probably only, like, four seniors. And it's it's really fun. I really enjoy being a leader and helping out my guys when I can. Yeah, that's very evident that uh, you've got that spirit in you. Uh, I've noticed it, uh, certainly, of the sample size of games that you've played this year um the other thing that seems to stand out uh to me as well as other people that have noticed is you've put on some uh some muscle on that frame i'm not sure anyone's noticed more than you though (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe not that's probably a fair statement but now we've got the subject here let's let's hear a little bit about uh your workout regimen and don't give too much credit to judd smith (laughs) Oh, you can't can't give enough to Coach Smith. I mean, it's it's two times a week, maybe. I think it would probably it was a lot more my freshman year, my sophomore year, but I think it's a little, been a little toned down. But yeah, I did this summer. We were working out a lot and lifting a lot. I mean, just trying to get ready for this new role. And I mean, it's been beneficial. I like I like the, the gaining muscle and all that. Would you say it gives you a little bit? added confidence when you go to the hoop because that's what it looks like to me it's like you're going there with reckless abandon on a mission and you're going to draw a foul or you're going to get an and one in there certainly um and it just seems like you've got that part of your game elevated and it seems to me like you have no fear because you've got that extra size yeah, that versus sure. last year yeah how uh all right out, outside of basketball what are your other extracurricular activities. I know you do you do DECA. Yeah. My daughter does DECA as well. She's a sophomore. Um, what else do you do? Well, uh, I'm a big sports guy. So, I mean, a lot of sports. Like, sometimes we'll go play Frisbee golf with the guys. We'll go play football. Maybe we'll go play baseball or some things like that. But it's either that or going watching sports and just hanging out. It's really just a lot of fun. Did uh, Warren Hamilton start that Frisbee golf thing? Because oh, yeah. he was a huge proponent of that. I remember he was like, uh, gonna go take that to OU Wasn't or something. Wasn't he on like an issue. ultimate frisbee team? I think. Oh, yeah. Kyle yeah, started. Right. Okay, right. I remember. Okay, that. well, Kyle's so Warren. so yeah, so Kyle Hamilton, former uh, a player. I mean, Kyle Hamilton. That's like a safety for the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Moran, former Lake Highlands basketball player, which uh, we discussed this with Warren last year on the on the that's podcast right. when he was on, um, started the uh, ultimate Frisbee team. So uh, I'm glad that some of that's carried over. Uh, but what uh, what colleges are you looking at? Are you looking to play basketball? Or are you just looking to go to college? Well, right now I only applied to one college, and it's UT. And that seems I've pretty seen, awesome. It's yeah. uh, a lot of people from your class uh, seem to be uh, looking towards Austin as, as maybe yeah. an extension of their uh, educational things, uh, such as Trey Johnson. I understand that he, <laughs> he plans to go there, there in the fall no. as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a I could either have chosen between playing sports somewhere or going to get a great education at UT. And I really value that education. So, I mean, if I would have reached out for colleges, maybe my junior or my sophomore year, then I would have maybe went down that path. But I really like really like the idea of I applied to the business school and the communication school. So 
whenever I hear back, I mean, it's that's what my future probably will be like. My cousin's uh, son is in the business school. He is a freshman this year, so we can get you connected whenever uh, you do get in. Great. So GPA? Uh, I have a 102 right now. That's uh, a hundred and two average, not it's, a 1.02. I was hoping for a 1.02, <laughs> and I was going to say the UT like, admissions UT is your only really gone down a little bit. <laughs> 1.02 is going to be a little yeah. tough. Uh, okay, well, let's get to our full court press with Logan Strahan. All right, Fortnite, Call of Duty, or sports games, or do you play video games? I'm not a big video games guy, but when I would play, I'm really looking forward to this NCAA football game. Oh. <laughs> my kids are going to be at camp. I've basically locked away my entire week for uh, uh, NCAA football. What did you? You didn't ever. You're not a video game what's guy. What's no? I'm 46. What's uh, <laughs> so great about? Uh, what's so great about this game? I, I hear a lot about it, and like, it, does it offer? Like extensions of you can actually feel grass or something. I don't, I don't understand what makes this so great. It's just it, for me, it harkens back to our youth uh, whenever they had NCAA football as a game, okay. and it went away because of Ed O'Bannon for for so long. Oh, so it hasn't been out there. That's what it hasn't the thing been out is since in like twenty five years. Okay, so yeah. you're geared up for that, Logan. Oh, yeah. you're, okay, so it's, maybe I should get in on this too. Logan doesn't even know the greatness of it. He wasn't even born yet. Okay. All right. That's fair. This is why I'm locking away a week, and he's actually just mentioning it. So that's okay. Well, this is all exciting for everybody then. You can right. come over and play as well. I bet. All right. How about this? We, Everybody here knows that you play basketball. Um, what would you be doing sport-wise if it weren't basketball? I know you alluded to baseball a second ago. but Well, it would definitely be football. If if I could have played a different sport, I would have win, been a linebacker for the football team. Fantastic. I would have loved to do that because I kind of like to hit people. So, Coach Duffield <laughs> talk you out of that? I actually never brought it up because, I mean, I couldn't take – I couldn't split that time. I didn't want to go go play football for the school year and then come back halfway through and come and play basketball. So I just kind of let that go. Yeah, the basketball-football combo is, is tough on the scheduling thing. Those two sports aren't really – um, complimentary of each other from a, a calendar perspective. Uh, I think you made the right choice. Yeah, I'd um, say I'd loving say to hit people really gets that foul count up, so you're doing well. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're living both of your dreams. <laughs> All right. Besides Chitty, who do you miss the most of your teammates <laughs> from last season? I mean, all of those guys, Those I've never been on a team like last year. I mean, I can't say I miss one more than the other because we were all so close. But, I mean, if I were going to have to say somebody, it would probably have to be Warren because, I mean, that, that was one of my guys. He's He was a great teammate, and he really showed me the way and how to lead and all that. Warren was your shepherd. <laughs> he went to OU. Yeah, yeah, he went to OU. That's so you're not friends with him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bad thing. All right, uh, favorite school subject? Ooh. Hmm. Say probably history. I don't like math. Math is very hard for me. But history is kind of it's kind of probably one of my favorites. And you're in AP history. Is that a thing? Uh, yeah. I think it's AP Gov right now. Okay. We had a history teacher um, my senior year at Holland Park. D Smith was his name. He's the greatest teacher I've ever D had. D Period Smith uh -huh. or D E David Smith. Okay. Uh, but we called him D Smith. Uh, he was a fantastic teacher. Uh, may he rest in peace. Actually. Um, okay, HP, Jesuit, or Richardson, biggest rival? It's a no-brainer to HP for sure. 
I mean, just because I grew up there and we yeah. lost them the first time, I mean, this next game is really going to be kind of personal for me. Do you, are there kids on that team that you played with? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, played on the Hurricanes with Roman, Jordan. That's their, their main guy. And, yeah. And then did, you played for Blade yep. somewhere in there, too. What years were you playing for Greg, Coach Greg? I played for Greg the past two years. Okay. So, yeah. He's a great coach. He's a great Love coach. Greg. And are you doing summer ball? Or did you do summer ball? I did do summer ball last year. That with was my it? last year with Blade. Oh, with Elite. Yeah. I mean, uh, oh, sorry, Blade. 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 Yeah, that's right. Okay. That is our full court press with Logan Strahan. Y'all get out there and uh, cheer on Logan when he gets out there on the court. We will say thank you to Logan. We appreciate your time. And we will switch him out with Elias Dement. Thank you, guys. And they're a little bit different in terms of uh, playing and size. playing styles. Playing styles. Elias is going to need some just uh, take knee that space. booster seat out uh, so you can sit down now. No. <laughs> so welcome, Elias. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Talk straight into the mic there. Okay. Um, you are quite loud, though. We did yes. note. We did note that in, in game one. <laughs> <laughs> it's very loud, but that's good. That makes you personable, and uh, everybody knows who's in charge when you're out there. For sure, for sure. Uh, okay, so we've we've learned a little bit about you uh, in your past. Um, we won't name our sources specifically, but uh, you apparently uh, have always been one of the taller kids in your in your grade. Uh, big presence in the low posts. Uh, so are you? Would you say you're a, a true five, or are you like a five-four combo? What are you? I'd say like a five-four combo. I okay. Like to shoot the ball a lot, so stretch normally, but I can also go inside and kind of show out the post moves and step it outside and shoot some threes too. You like those threes? Yes. I know you like the three <laughs> ball. So you, I understand you, you might have an SVAA story or two, since a lot of our listeners are, you know, uh, community members and their kids play basketball in a lot of instances, and and they are. Uh, part of the the spring valley athletic conference or <laughs> athletic conference they got Isn't nil deals now? it should be um, That's amazing our association i yeah, believe I'm would be the last word um you you started playing basketball in sva do you have any solid stories uh that you can share you know maybe it was a block shot maybe it was an altercation with a referee maybe some unruly parents this can go wherever you like yeah so Alan Hamilton actually was the assistant coach for my team when I grew up. I started in like first grade, and his son, Jordan Hamilton, is in the same grade as me, and I always played with him. We went to the same school, Wallace. So my dad was the head coach, and he was the assistant coach. And there were several times where he would get into it with the refs, actually, and he would get technical <laughs> fouls. Oh, boy. More than any other coach or any other player. That's so true. There were several times. And then they coached me at Wallace, too. So just the Wallace ones were great. It was like a school league. Yeah with uh, like a bunch of different schools. Like Merriman Park was in it. Uh, Wallace was in it. I think LHE was in it some. Mm -hmm. So those were always great. And he was kind of an assistant coach and helped out with that. And then my dad was also a coach that helped out with that. So, so White Rock's great. too good for this elementary school league? I think White Rock got in it eventually. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. Uh, oh, those so teams. So it's kind of like a little Richardson ISD yeah. league. Oh, yeah, for, cool. for school. I wish that was a thing. I think it is a thing. There's not a there's not a White Rock team. Oh. Yeah, oh, they, they shut it, it down. Shut it down. Apart, yeah. There you go. Yeah, ruin all the fun. Way to go! All right, so what's the what's a common mis misconception or perception? What misconception is, is what you mis meant. 
to say, but you wrote misperception. <laughs> getting really away from my uh, UT uh, degree, Logan, so beware of that. Um, <laughs> it, it leaves you. Um, so what, you know, you're a big man, and we, we discussed a little bit about the, the stretch uh, that you play. What are some things that people would think that or assume about you and your style of play versus what you really are? Well, I think, like, especially like for the regular person that's watching a game, I don't think you really realize how much contact there really is in the post because, like, they don't really consider basketball a contact sport. You really think, of like, football is a contact sport. But the amount of, like, banging around that you do in the post is a lot. And, like, especially with a team like HP with all their bigs, it's a lot of work down there. And I think that's kind of a misconception that people don't realize how much, like, you end up, like, fighting for position on mm -hmm. the defensive side and offensive side. It just takes a lot of work with, like, using your body that way and then also like the amount of difficulty there is to like consistently score in the post and not end up missing your shots or like not getting your to your moves or getting to your spots every single time i think that when i started watching high school basketball again three years ago um as my child entered uh high school and i went to more lake highlands games that was the thing i noticed the most like the the game has become so much more physical than it ever was like when I played and you know things like that. Um, so it, it's I think it, it, it's noticeable to people who know. But you're right. You know I think the the people are like, oh my gosh, that's a foul, and you're like, well, it's not really a foul anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not a thing. Yeah, you've got to get your positioning down uh, pretty well established and let the other guy know who's going to be guarding you mostly on, you know, it's going to be your day. You've got to force your will in there, and nothing's going to get called uh, unless it's flagrant or there's a move at the basket. Mm -hmm. Is, that, is yeah. that fair? Yes. Hit a game-winning shot or block a game-winning shot? I think hitting the game-winning shot for me, for sure. I don't really get a ton of blocks in the first place. But I think this shot would be better. I feel like you get a little more glory with that, too. Just knocking it down would feel great, I think. Glory hog. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, Elias has been part of the uh, Triumph basketball program uh, for a number of years, uh, as I understand it. Do you want to do, do, do it now? Well, I just want to give uh, a, little, a little background okay. so that people know what we're talking about. Uh, a lot of uh, Lake Highlands families are familiar uh, with Triumph Basketball. I, I myself have been associated with Triumph Basketball for five or six years. And we are going to come at you with a full court press. And so I want uh, all the audience to perk up when they, uh, when they hear this answer. So we're going to give it a go. You ready for this? Okay. Who yells more, Coach Duffield or Steve Adams? A lot of yelling both ways. So, <laughs> it's a I think great hard hitting question. I, I played with Triumph since like fifth grade, and it's like there's always a, like a rotation of coaches with Triumph. Obviously, like he can't be at every single game, but when he's there, you're gonna hear it for sure. But I think there's like certain times where no one can beat Coach Duff. Like there's certain moments in games where like you not not a single coach could beat him with this screaming. <laughs> it, it, that face gets a little bit red. And it, a, a lot of times this happens and coincides with DJ Mack is doing his best work over there to the, <laughs> to it, the what's inside. What's his name? DJ what? Uh, oh, it is DJ Mack. Oh, you got that right. What did you, you think that was? I don't know. I okay. thought it was something else. No, that's DJ Mack. Come okay. on. All right. You go. All right. Uh, so this is a full court press with Elias DeMint. Oh. <laughs> All right. Keep or fire Mike McCarthy? I'm not the biggest Cowboys fan, 
that might not come off good for like the people listening right now. Well, you my are family? you are under twenty seven, so you <laughs> haven't seen any winning. Yes, uh, my family's from Louisiana, and my dad was born in New Orleans, and my mom was grew up in Baton Rouge. So I'm a Saints fan myself. Okay, and both of my parents went to LSU, so I'm an LSU fan too. Okay, so who are you going to look for to replacing Brian Kelly? That, is that a better uh, question? I think I like Brian Kelly. I think we should keep him. Oh, I'm sure people do, but I just you know it's inevitable. Eventually, it's going to happen. <laughs> All right. How about this one? Raising Cane's or Chick-fil-A? I'm a big believer in Raising Cane's. I think Chick-fil-A is a little overrated. All right. I don't think it's the best. I think Raising Cane's, that's my Is it the sauce? Is that is that what sauce, steers yeah. you there? How about yeah. you, Woodard? What do you like? I actually like Raising Cane's better. Okay. I think their um their chicken tenders are super fresh. All right. And the sauce is amazing also. Okay. About you, I'm going to go Chick Fil A. I do realize that they are overrated, but I will say that it gives me a little extra. Um, it gives me an extra what? <laughs> a little extra God. Gives me a little extra God. I do. I do like that. Uh, I, we can't order it right now today, obviously. That's right. Because this is recorded on a Sunday. But I also like their customer service with the flair. They appreciate my business. They do. All right. Favorite gym to play at as a visitor. Okay, so last year was like the first year. I was on JV last year, and that was my first year. Like You didn't go to any other gyms last in year? In the varsity gyms. Well, that was my first year playing the varsity <laughs> no, gyms. <laughs> so I think that the HP gym is probably the coolest one out of all of them. It's kind of like old school, and like it feels old in there, and it's a nice environment in there. And then Jesuit's gym is real nice, too. It's probably not the nicest. It's pretty small, but like the way that they fill it up and how loud it is throughout the whole game is probably like the best environment in the district where they give you the business. We were on hand there for that. I saw them uh, giving you a little bit yeah. more than uh, maybe they should have. I thought they were a little bit ruthless. I also think that the right answer to this question is the Alamo dome. Isn't that the best <laughs> one to, to go to? That's gotta be the worst basketball court. Well, it's a football stadium, right? But that's all right. But still the experience. Last one. Favorite subject. School. Anything but math. I'm not Golly, a big math you guys, guy. no math. Bagging on math. I'm, I'm all like math. Logan, though. I'll do history. I like history. Okay. Yeah. I'm all math. You what do. Were you, what were you? What did you major in? Uh, what did I major in? Business. I majored in government. Government? Yeah. In in college? That's a, that's a, a subject? I, I use it a lot. In? Yeah, yeah. They give you a degree for that. They <laughs> give you a degree in that and everything. I majored in political science, so I that's <laughs> the same thing. in the same boat. <laughs> You two can become a podcaster. Oh, that's right. An unpaid podcaster. <laughs> All right. That was the Full Court Press with Elias DeMint. Hey, good luck rest of the way, big man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on. We'll get Coach Joe back in here. We very much appreciate our guests today, both Logan and Elias. Good gentlemen, good basketball players. When you see them out, you know, buy them in Andy's. You know, tell them good job. Give them a pat on the back. You can do that now, and you can can talk about that. I think you can buy people Andy's that play basketball. I think you can. Can you? No comment. Did I just get everybody in trouble? (laughs) Yeah, way to go. NIL, I don't know. Yeah, we're we're not there yet. We're not there yet. All right, um, let's preview. So, as mentioned, this this is the two weeks. Okay, fans? I want you to all hear what I'm trying to say. This is the two weeks. So Lake Highlands has won four out of the last five in district. Their only loss coming to Richardson on a last-second bucket. Richardson, who is 10-0 and in first place uh, in the district. Lake Highlands, 6-3 in district, tied for third with HP. Jesuit is one game up uh, in second. 
15-11 overall. So the district is in our sights. And the next two weeks being Tuesday night at home, Jesuit, Friday night at Highland Park, Tuesday after at Nimitz, and then the Friday after that, Richardson at home at 7 p.m. So talk to us a little bit about the next two weeks and, um, you know, how we're, we're preparing for these things. Yeah, it really, we're in an exciting spot, and, and I think we've talked a lot as a team about we're, just, we're in control of our destiny at this point, and, uh, you know, we're, we're just really not looking at the big picture, the standings, or things like that right now. We're just looking at uh, one day at a time, one game at a time, and, and just trying to go 1-0 and with practice on Monday, um, you know, winning that. And, and then uh, Tuesday, we really hope that uh, our fans get our back and, and come on out uh, with that big game with Jesuit. And, you know, that's the most important thing right now. And uh, as long as we take care of business and keep going 1-0, then a lot of big picture things will take care of themselves. But, um, you know, our, 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 we talk a lot, and, and not just this year, but every year, about playing your best basketball as you get into February and March. And, you know, kind of everything you do in non-district, everything you do in tournaments, everything you do in practice – you know, you want to be the team that's that's getting hot at the right time. You know, and you, yeah, I know we're in the in the in the uh, playoffs with football with NFL, but you see all these teams kind of sneaking up on people late that that just got hot at the right time. And I just I really do have a great feeling about this team that that we're we're starting to play our best basketball when it matters the most. And and so that's the fun part about these next few games. And we hope everybody will come out. Um, definitely Tuesday against Jesuit, and then. The, yeah, that, that one next Friday, the next home game with Richardson is a really a big one, too. So uh, we love our crowd and our community, and they've been so great in supporting us over the years, and we know they'll have our back um, in, in this home stretch. Well, one thing we know is that Jesuit's not going to shoot 75% from three-point <laughs> land uh, this game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that it You're going to guarantee that? Yeah, I'll guarantee it right now. Well, I think that I'm going to do everything in my power to get every – but in the seat in that gym on Tuesday. Anyone listening to this podcast, do everything in your power to get folks in the stand. It truly, truly helps the team when we're loud and we're there and we're into the games. And so um, it's winnable. And that's all Absolutely. you ask for, right? Absolutely. You always Absolutely. ask for a shot at it, and, and that's what we've got here in the next two weeks. You got a full health Bill Health coming up too. Yeah, yeah. Everybody is has been um, practicing really well, healthy, feeling good, um, and so we're we're excited about that. I think there have been a lot of parts in this season where we where we haven't had that, um, haven't had that consistency, haven't had everybody there ready to go. And um, you know, I, I, we we truly do believe we have a great team. We have we have great kids. We have guys that you know we can compete with anybody. We know that we can beat anybody. We know that. Um, you know, we have, we have all the ingredients, all the pieces, um, you know, we, we were coming into the year a little bit inexperienced, but I think our guys have been through so much together and they have the right attitude. They have the right approach. They've been practicing really well. So, so we're ready for this and it's all about the next one Tuesday night at home against Jesuit. Let's get to it. We will thank our uh, sponsors, Highlands Family Dentistry and Wildcat Cleaners. And we will talk to you next week. Go Cats.